Welcome, everyone. We're so thankful that you're here. And I got to tell you, I wish you all could have had the view that I had from up here to watch that happened. I'm so grateful for all of you to be here this morning. Well, uh, do you remember the day that you were recruited? You remember the recruiter? Well, here's a little story for you. Um, a recruiter said to a potential recruit, he said, exactly what kind of job are you looking for in the military? And this high school kid said, well, I'm looking for something with an enlistment bonus of about $20,000. Oh, you're already starting. <laughs> Where I won't have to work too hard and I won't have to deploy overseas because I don't want to do that. And the recruiter says, well, what if I allowed you to come straight in as an E7, work only on weekdays, and choose whatever base you want to go to and stay there as long as you want? And the young recruit sat up straight and said, wow, are you kidding? And the recruiter said, yeah. But you started it. <laughs> oh, well, my uh, nephew is in active duty, uh, and I got a text from him the other days in California. And I remember the day that he told me that he signed up. I met his recruiter, and uh, he texted me just the other day, and he's preparing to go to Afghanistan. And he said, we're in something called the box. Maybe some of you know what that is, but he said that they're training us, getting us ready to go. And he said, it is horrible. So being a civilian and reading that little joke, I know that's a joke. That's not how it goes. So I thank you so much for your service. Seriously, we're in a series called Honor. And in Romans it says, and give honor and respect to all those to whom it is due. And that's why you're here today, and that's why we honor you today. Today, we're honoring all of those who serve and have served um, in the military. All veterans are due their honor for the sacrifice that you've given to our country, for the hardships that you endured, for the warfare that you've battled, and for the personal struggles that each one of you may have gone through or are going through now. Welcome to the first Military Appreciation Day here at Salem Fields Community Church. I'm so thankful for my son-in-law, Jason, and his service to our country. But not just that, how God has placed something really special on his heart for veterans and for the military and for wounded warriors. And I'm so thankful for what God is doing through him and how we can uh, live that out here at Salem Fields. Now, as you know, November 11th, last week, was Veterans Day, and it wasn't just a day off for us. I know some of you got a lot of free food, didn't you? <laughs> and free haircuts and that sort of thing. And I'm so thankful that you did. But it was designated Veterans Day by our country. It was established in 1926, a day to commemorate the end of... Yes. You know what? In the last two services, they didn't get that. But you get it, don't you? It was the day to to commemorate the end of World War I. We remembered this past Wednesday, and we are remembering this weekend, particularly in this, in this service here today, to honor the men and the women who've served and are currently serving in the United States military. And today at Salem Fields, we've established this day as Military Appreciation Day, so that as a church, we can honor you and give thanks to God for the brave men and women in our community who've sacrificed so greatly for us. 
because I get to enjoy freedom because of what you've done. Now, I know that as a veteran, this is maybe a little awkward for you. I had to challenge one of the veterans to come in in the last service as we honored him because you didn't do what you did to receive something back. As I watched the president give the honor of uh, the Medal of Honor to a soldier, I could see in his eyes and I heard in his eyes that he would rather have all of his buddies back than to have the honor. However, as a civilian and as a, a person uh, a United, uh, that lives in the United States and very proud of my country, I want to personally honor you. Uh, though it's awkward for you, it's an honor for me to say to you, thank you for your service because every day that I get up, every day, and it's because I'm probably old or getting older, I appreciate my freedom that day. I appreciate what I have that day. And so much of what I have is because of your service. And so we honor you today here at Salem Fields Community Church. And I just ask that you receive that from us, that uh, those of us that enjoy what we have today is so much because of what you've done and how you've served our country. That's right. And we got uh, scriptures, begin to think about a message for today, a short message. The only scripture that could come to my mind was John chapter 15, verse 13, because it's very fitting uh, for what we're doing here today. In this verse, Jesus spoke of the greatest expression of love, and the greatest expression of love is sacrificial love. And uh, the Bible says, greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. So today, we're going to look quickly at two examples of sacrificial love. First, the sacrificial love of the United States soldier. You know, when you think about that, today it's an all-volunteer force. Uh, the military of the United States of America has a long history of fighting and defending our freedoms and our liberties. And, and when a person is listed in the armed forces, they repeat uh, the following oath. I, such and such, do solemnly swear that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, and then I will, and that I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the order of the officers appointed over me according to the regulations uh, and the uniform code of the military justice, so help me God. And you know, I, I just love that, so help me God, uh, that we recognize uh, still in America that it's by God's grace and God's help uh, that we uh, have a military that serves us so bravely. You see, the men and women here today and those that are watching online volunteered to leave their home and family to protect the freedom we enjoy every day. You know, I, I, my brother went to uh, uh, the military, went to uh, Vietnam, and he served well uh, in Vietnam. And, you know, he came home to not, uh, it wasn't that great a welcome home. And uh, he's watching online today, hopefully, and I just want to honor him for his commitment. Thank you. You know, I, uh, I didn't get drafted. You know, I, I, uh, I, my number was like 83, my draft number. And I registered and all that, and uh, President Nixon stopped the draft. And I said, oh, okay, good. Uh, I guess because I'm not as brave as you, uh, 
But you know, Gay and I got together shortly after all that, and we had this blooming relationship, blossoming relationship, and she broke up with me. And I was heartbroken. So you know what I did? I went to Stanton, Virginia, and I signed up for the Army. And, you know, I took the test, and I, you know, I got, you know, the results, and they told me what I could do and all I could do and all that. And, I, you know, I was so heartbroken. I said, well, you know what? I'll just go get shot or something. You know, be easier. I, I didn't even know this until last night. <laughs> and, and so she came back to me. She could not resist me. <laughs> and she came back, and I said, whew, I don't think I'll go. Uh, but I do appreciate those of you who had the courage and, the, and the, the will to serve. Because of your service, we have the freedom together here today. We have the freedom to come in this building and worship God and honor God and honor uh, you guys in this place. Uh, we, have the, uh, we have freedom of speech. Uh, you know, we have freedom to bear arms. We have many freedoms that you guys and ladies and women, uh, men and women, protected and fought for our freedoms. The former the late former Senator here, uh, Fred Thompson once said, this, would be the, uh, this wouldn't be the land of the free if it were not the home of the brave. I just love that. I'll say it one more time. This wouldn't be the land of the free if it were not for the home of men and women uh, of, of just like you guys that have fought for our freedom. So it's good and it's proper for us to thank God for each of you who have sacrificially uh, loved each of us. You have sacrificially loved each of us through military service, and we thank you and honor you for that. Someone wrote this, and Buddy and I thought it was uh, really, really neat. It's called, It is a Veteran. It is the veteran, not the preacher, who gives us freedom of religion. It is the veteran, not the reporter, who gives us freedom of the press. It is the veteran, not the poet, who gives us freedom of speech. It is the veteran, not the campus organizer, who gives us freedom to assemble. It is the veteran, not the lawyer, who has given us the right to a free trial. It is the veteran, not the politician, who has given us the right to vote. It is the veteran who salutes the flag and serves under the flag. Amen. It is the veteran. So we, we uh, now want to honor all of our armed service veterans. This, this could not be a more appropriate weekend for us to have uh, Military Appreciation Sunday after the events that we all witnessed on our television uh, this past week. So to you, the veterans, we owe a, a debt of gratitude because you were willing and, and are willing to go and to serve and to fight and to sacrifice and lay down your life if necessary on the behalf of the United States of America. And I just want to say, God bless you, each of you. We want to say that from the bottom of our hearts. God bless you. Today at Salem Fields, we want to appreciate and pay you the honor that's due you for your sacrifice and for your service. And I, I want to personally again thank my brother Alton, my son-in-law Jason, my brother-in-law Merle, and my nephew Travis for your service. And we are now going to take a moment to honor you. Salem Fields Community Church, we do appreciate everyone that has put on the uniform, that's worn it, and has served our country faithfully um, and sacrificially. And so, um, 
and putting this together, I think of no greater way than to honor in a tradition of that of, of coining, a coining ceremony. So we have on the screen, this is what our, our veterans and our military are going to receive here in just a few moments. But I want to give you a history on the United States or the military coin and why it becomes such a strong tradition in the, in the military. See, the, the military coin itself dates back to that of the Roman Empire, and it was given to the Roman soldiers when, when they had achievements in that in battle. And then the coin tradition carried on through even that of the Civil War. When you left home, you would carry that coin inside your, your, your pocket, and hopefully when you returned, you have that coin. The tradition really took root in the military, though, during World War I. It was a lot of uh, college students uh, at Harvard and Yale and, and different universities that had decided to leave their college career at the time to join the military to, to fight during World War I. And a bunch of them became fighter pilots. And then during that time, the coin then was, was created to, to honor that squadron of, the, of, the, um, of that World War II flighting team. Well, not much long after that they had trained and those coins were given to each person that was a, was a pilot, that the, those men were called to, to action and flew behind enemy lines in Germany. One of those such soldiers were shot down and captured by the Germans. And all things were taken from him. Every, all pieces of identification were stripped from him except for the small leather pouch. Inside that leather pouch was his coin. During the night of fire and um, a battle in the heat of the as bombs were blasting and, and bursting around him, he, decided he was able to escape that of the, of the Germans and made his way to the front lines. Taking some civilian clothing, he made his way across no man's land between that of Germany and, and, the, and the line of France. Crossing over into France, um, he thought he would be safe, but the French didn't recognize his accent at the time, the American accent. And so they took him captive, thinking that he might have been a German spy. Well, of course, he had no identification to prove who he was, so they were going to execute him until they saw the small leather pouch on that he was carrying. And they opened it up and saw that it was a squadron coin. Some person there recognized that coin. So while they waited for verification of, of who his identity truly was, they offered him wine. There comes the tradition then for all of you that have served in the coining and, and getting your drink after that, right? But what it is, is that coin was a representation of a spirit de corps. It was that of the pride of the unit, of the achievement of those units. And, and we carry those unit coins and we collect them and they become collector's pieces now. And so today, we want to celebrate you and we want to honor you by giving you our very first Salem Fields military coin of appreciation for all the sacrifice and what you've done. So if you've served, you're a veteran or you're active duty, would you please stand so we can honor and recognize you this morning. Thank you so much for your service.
I'd also like just to take a moment and remain standing. If you're a military family, you know the family sacrifice a lot too. Moms and husbands that are home and the, their husband or spouse are out uh, serving and the children. Can we just, if you're one of those, just raise your hand. We want to honor you as well. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Shake somebody's hand and tell them thank you. Yes. Wow. What a great day. What a great moment that we've had. And uh, we just appreciate our military so much. And we just honor you. You, do the, you are due this honor. The Bible says give honor to those who are due honor. And you are certainly due honor. And we thank you for allowing us uh, the privilege of honoring you today. Now let's look at that verse again. The Bible says, greater love has no one than this, that someone would lay down his life for his friends. Now, we, we've honored, uh, we've seen one example and honored one example of sacrificial love, and now we reflect and give uh, the honor due to the greatest act of sacrificial love known to mankind by God, uh, by God on our behalf. You see, God laid down his life for his friends and he sacrificed himself for us. The Bible tells us in John that the word, meaning God, became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus, God's Son, the Bible said, made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself, by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. Jesus loves us. Jesus' love for us is sacrificial love, and it's an undeserved love. None of us deserve the love that God had for us. Paul writes in Romans, very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners... Christ died for us. I mean, while we were still sinners, we were still uh, mocking God by living any way that we wanted to live and doing whatever we wanted to be and do and, and being our own God, he died for us while we were yet sinners. First Peter says, we were redeemed from the simple, from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors. But with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. In other words, God sent his son to die for us, and he was sinless. And there had to be a sacrifice for sin, and that sacrifice had to be without blemish. It had to be without sin. And Jesus Christ lived a sinless life so that he could redeem us from the empty way of life that sin brings in our life, that we inherited from Adam and Eve when they sinned in the garden, we were all born with a nature to sin, and Jesus Christ himself redeemed us from that empty way of life. Now, the greatest act of sacrificial love when was Jesus was willingly sacrificed his life for us so that we could be free from our sin. The Bible says that we should no longer be slaves to sin. You see, Jesus laid down his life for you and I. And he calls us his friend. Think about that for a moment. The creator of the universe, 
The God that the Bible says, the God that knit us together in our mother's womb, the God who hung the stars and the moon in the sky, the God that breathed life into mankind, the God that looks over the universe and who loves us unconditionally, he is a God that God who we have disappointed time and time again in our life, the Bible says he calls us his friend. We are his friends. And I, I just can't hardly help but just to celebrate today that that kind of God, a God like that wants to be friends with me because he really knows me and he still wants to be friends with me. Jesus said in John 15, 15, he says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does uh, not know his master's business. He said, instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You see, there's no greater expression of love than a sacrificial love when someone would lay down their life for someone who does not deserve it. And so this morning, we have rightly given honor uh, do those who sacrifice themselves uh, for their friends and for our country. So let us also uh, love and serve and give honor due our God who sacrificed his own son that all who believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Now you know, those fighting on the side of ISIS, those that brought havoc in Paris on Friday night, they believe they believe that they have got to pay a fee to get to heaven. They believe that they have to, 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 to earn their way to heaven. So they have to, they have to pay a fee. And therefore, the leaders of ISIS can convince 18 and 19-year-old kids, basically young men and women, to strap a bomb to their waist and go into a crowded bar or a crowded uh, a concert venue or to a soccer venue and blow themselves up because that young person thinks that they have to earn their way to heaven, that they once they do that, they have paid the fee. And now they'll be in glory. They'll be in heaven, in paradise. But as Christians, on the other hand, we believe that when Christ blew himself up on the cross, so to speak, when, we, when he willingly went to the cross and allowed the Romans to nail him to the cross, when he did that, we believe that he paid the price. There is no fee necessary. We believe that Christ paid the price for our salvation and that if we that believe in him, we shall not perish, but we shall have everlasting life. It's free. And we believe that he, Christ, paid the price. And therefore, we believe that grace is free. That love, that undeserved love, doesn't cost us a penny, doesn't cost us our life. It costs Jesus Christ his life. And so we believe as Christians that that, that grace is free. And those fighting for ISIS believe that grace comes with a fee. Therefore, I would say to you this morning, if you're a believer, that you and I as believers in Jesus Christ, that we should pay the honor due Jesus through our humble worship of him. 
Now, our humble worship, not just what happens here on Sunday morning or Saturday night, but humble worship is not only corporate worship together, what God, what God deserves, but a worship is a lifestyle, how we live our lives in the world that we live in. It's how we love God and we honor him through worship and, and serving others and loving people who maybe don't deserve to be loved and who, who give beyond and give beyond what they normally give so that people all around the world can know about Jesus. And so as a believer, we can humbly worship him and we can honor him by being obedient to the will of God for each of our lives, whatever God may call us to be. Now, if you're here this morning and you're not a believer, what I mean maybe about not being a believer is some people believe in God. You know, most people would say that are probably here today, you believe in God. And, 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 and some of us this morning have a religion. Now, religion is this. A religion uh, knows about God. What I'm talking about this morning, this free gift that God offers us is the free gift of salvation and that's a relationship. You see, religion says, well, I know about God. A relationship says, I know God personally. I have a personal relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. And so I can approach God and I can have a, a conversation with God that I can be in a personal relationship with God and if you're if you have never received Christ you can show him honor today by acknowledging him and confessing that he is the son of God and by receiving his free gift of salvation just simply receiving it receiving this gift of eternal life that Christ paid for in our place you see the only difference between free and fee is the letter R. That's the only difference. And the question is, the question is, and I want to pose to you this morning, are you ready to receive his free grace? Let's pray together. Father, we're grateful for your presence here this morning. We're grateful for our military. We're grateful for those that are part of Salem Fields or those that are watching online this morning or out in the cafe. God, we're just grateful for this awesome opportunity that we've had to gather in this place this morning. And God, I, I just pray for every person that's in the that hears my voice this morning, Lord, that, that you, God, would just wrap your loving arms of love and care around every one of us. Father, I just pray today. I, I, I just pray this for each of us today. I, I, I just pray that each of us will leave here today understanding how much we matter to God. That, that we understand that God is not mad at us. That we understand, Jesus, that you are crazy about us. And that when we leave this place today, we will have a better understanding of your great sacrificial love for each of us. And Father, I pray for the believers that are in this room today, those who have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. God, I pray, and I'm praying for me too, I pray, God, that we as believers would honor you, Lord, give you the honor and respect that is due you by the way that we live our lives. God, I pray that when people see us, they won't see us, God, in the way that uh, of trying to hide in fear or, or, or to 
find ways to protect ourselves and, and, and to just cower in the corner, God, but that we will be, that we will honor you, realizing that you promised that you loved us and that you would never forsake us. I feel like I'm preaching a sermon in my prayer, so I, I just say to you, I just say to you as believers, our world needs us to rise up. Our world needs us to rise up and carry the cross and not be ashamed of who Christ is and what he did for us. Our world, more than any time in the history of the United States of America, not only do we need well-trained, well-trained soldiers, but we need Christians who will carry the cross. I mean, I wish there was a, a, a pledge that we could take this morning that we pledge to, to honor God and we pledge to, 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 to live the kind of life that's worthy and to be the kind of example to people that so desperately in these desperate days that we live in see a Christian live out their faith, including me. And I pray that this morning. That's what I'm trying to pray for each of us this morning. Our world needs us. As much as we need our military, we need to be Christians that hold the banner of Jesus and live in our world. And that takes courage. And that takes brave, to be a brave person in our world today. But I pray that for all of us today as believers. And if you're not a believer today, if you, you may be a believer in God, but you've never had a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, where you've asked him to be, to forgive you of your sins and, and where you've invited him to be your savior. Would you pray this prayer with me this morning? I'm gonna pray it and then you can pray right after me. You don't have to pray it out loud, but you can pray it in your heart. The important thing is pray it by faith and believe it and receive what God has for you this morning, the forgiveness of your sins and to have the free gift of eternal life. No strings attached, no R, the R in free, not fee. And if that's you this morning, would you just simply pray this prayer with me? Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. You can just pray that. I believe that you died on the cross. I believe that you died on the cross to forgive me of my sins. So Jesus, I confess to you today that I am a sinner. And God, I ask you to forgive me. And Jesus, I invite you to, into my life to be my Savior. Jesus, I invite you into my life to be my Savior. Now, just like we thank the military this morning for their service and their sacrifice, then you just thank Jesus right now. Say, Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me of my sins. Thank you, Jesus, for being my Savior. Now, with all of our heads bowed and all of our eyes closed, except Gay and I, because the Bible says that we need to acknowledge God before man, acknowledge that we believe in Him. Now, I'm asking everyone to bow their heads and close their eyes, and no one looking around. If you prayed that prayer this morning and you received Jesus Christ and you want to pay honor, the honor that's due him, would you just slip up your hand and say, yes, I prayed that prayer this morning. Anybody like that? Just slip it up. You can put it right back down. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else? Just put it up. I see your hand on over here.
here. Anyone else? Just say, yep, I prayed that prayer this morning and I received Christ. Yes, sir, I see your hand. Anyone else? Just slip your hand up and put it right back down. Yeah, in the back, I saw your hand there. Anyone else? The important thing is not that I see your hand. The important thing is God knows your heart. And the Bible says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and forgive us of our sins. If we, and the, the Bible says in Romans, if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, the Bible says we shall be saved. And so if you prayed that prayer on the authority of God's word today, I want you to know that you have received God's free gift of salvation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God, we give you honor. We give you honor for your presence. We give you honor for your sacrifice. And we give you honor for those who have prayed and received Christ today as their personal Savior. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you're watching online this morning, and we appreciate, our, we have a whole church online, a couple hundred people every week that watch online. If you receive Christ today, there's a prayer chat that you can go in and you can let the pastor that's, that's online today as your pastor, you can let him know that you received Christ. And, uh, and also, I just want to say that uh, we want you to, we want to acknowledge that you received Christ today. We don't want to embarrass you. But in the back of the room, there's Pastor Kelly's back there as you go out the door. If you would uh, go see him, he has this wristband for you. And this is a wristband that I, I wear as a reminder of what Christ did for me. And he'd like to give you one of those, no strings attached again. It's just he'll explain to you what God, Christ really did for you on the cross. So you can stop by there. You don't need to be afraid of him. He won't embarrass you. Good guy. Okay, we're going to close out our time together. We're going to close out and just this has been so beautiful. It's just been so amazing to watch. And I hope you've enjoyed your time here this morning. And I think that what God makes makes God smile more than anything is a grateful heart. I'm grateful for you veterans, um, for being the soldier that you are. We can all be soldiers of the cross, right? I'm so thankful for what God's done for me today. And let's just close out today however you feel like giving thanks. Let's stand together and just be thankful for our freedom, for our military, for Jesus Christ for the grace that he gives.